Hello everyone and thank you for checking out the Dancing Eyes podcast. This is episode 4 and my guest for this episode is Brandon. Um, I just want to remind everybody before the episode starts that, well actually it's not a reminder, I haven't said it yet, but um, the new schedule for the podcast, new episodes, the first Monday and the third Monday of every month. Um, yes, yeah, so the first Monday and the third Monday of every month and so this is going to be posted on the third Monday of December. Um, if, if anybody ever wants to be on the podcast, if you're interested on t- in talking to me or if you have any questions or, um, any t- pieces of advice, you know, please feel free to reach out to me, comment on the video. Um, also my email address is going to be in the description, so please do that. Um, yeah, also I made an Instagram for the podcast. It's just at dancing eyes podcast on Instagram that too. Um, yeah, okay, so with that being said, let's get on to the podcast. Please make sure to like the video and subscribe to the channel too. Um, it would mean a lot to me. All right, cool, let's do it. All right, here we go. Uh, my Dancing Eyes podcast, episode four. Uh, Brandon, here we are. Hey, how's it going? Good, man. How are you doing today? Doing good. Happy to be here. This is exciting. <laughs> Yeah, it's always it's always exciting for me to meet somebody uh, with nystagmus. It's still like I like I told you earlier, I still get nervous before every episode, so I'm just trying to. My yeah. eyes always freak out too whenever I'm a little nervous. So you you know me too. My eyes always move. Do you do do, do, you, do yours do? What that is too? that? What is that? Yeah, I don't. <laughs> just like they always move. I don't know what that. I wish there was a name, name for that. Yeah. yeah I know. Yeah, maybe someone should start a podcast or something about that. Good idea. Good idea. <laughs> um, all right, man. So you were telling me this is, uh, I'm, I'm your first person that you've met with nystagmus. Yeah. Yeah. We were just uh, just saying how I feel like it's way rarer than the statistics say. Because yeah, what, what I've is really this never one, met anyone. <laughs> what is this one in a thousand statistic that we, that we always hear about? Yeah, I know. In, in 25 years, I've literally never met anyone else. One person, but they had a voluntary nystagmus that they got after like a car accident or something. And he was excited to show me because he noticed that I had it. Uh-huh. And he was like, oh, how did you get it? And I was like, oh, I was born with it. And then he was he was showing me how his eyes shook. <laughs> I was like, cool. I, you know that there's actually a subreddit for people who have voluntary nystagmus? Oh, it's really? Called, um, yeah, it's called Eye Shakers. <laughs> so right it, it, it's, it's weird because... Because I was initially a few years ago, I was looking for some nystagmus re- uh, subreddits, and I found nystagmus, which is where I met you. And then I found eye shakers, and these are all people in there who, who have it voluntarily, and most of them don't even know that there's an an involuntary form of nystagmus. Hmm. So you'll see it like an occasional comment in there, and they'll be like, "Hey, by the way, like there's actually people who don't have control over this, and it's like it's not yeah. so fun." But, right. Uh, yeah. I, I, you know, I don't know much about, I honestly, I haven't done a ton of research into nystagmus before. I've just kind of, I've just had it. It's like my, you know, I, I, I don't really like, I haven't delved into to it a lot. So, I, you know, I'm excited to talk to you to learn about it. Cause I assume you, you probably know more about what we <laughs> you have. Think I, I do, you think honestly. I know things, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, I, I've heard voluntary nystagmus can generally be uh, uh, a little dangerous in some ways, like connected to uh to like brain injuries potentially too. Is that generally what because it's like acquired or 
Uh, do you know? I don't even know. I've never spoken to anybody who who has who had acquired nystagmus before. So they've all okay. been congenital. Yeah, born with it. Gotcha. Okay. Sorry, I'm like, derailing the conversation already. I'm gonna dude, do that a lot. Go go whatever direction you want to. I don't have a I don't have a specific way of doing this. You're not prepared at all. Come on. Nah, nah. Come on. What? Why why would I do that? Um, but yeah, I guess. Um, so how do you say nystagmus affects your life, like on a scale of one to ten? You know, on a scale of one to ten, I feel like while I while I like personally can always tell my eyes are shaking, can always tell I'm having focus issues. And clearly like, like my, I, I wear contacts and that helps versus glasses, but um, I feel like I have pretty bad eyesight, <laughs> but I don't think it's actually affected me in a ton of like meaningful ways. Like I, I drive um, at, I preferred not to drive at night, but I can. And I sometimes do. Um, I've never really had like any kind of thing that I can't, can't do, um, that, or that maybe I wouldn't have wanted to do. So like I was told I'll never fly a plane. I'm okay with that. Or like, (laughs) I'll never be a, I'll never be like a professional baseball player. I'm okay with that too. (laughs) Um, but overall, I don't think it's really affected me too much, you know, and throughout school, I was always having to sit super up front, which maybe was a good thing. So I didn't goof off, uh. Uh, as much Fair enough but uh uh yeah you know I, so along with the nystagmus i have astigmatism it's negative 5.5 on both eyes um and i'm colorblind too so i kind of just got all the the, the full uh, force of uh, so you're colorblind interesting yeah yeah um pretty much every color too i don't quite remember the exact uh name for it but i just i just have a hard time distinguishing colors but uh, yeah, so oh, I guess one to 10, I don't know, four or five, it's like middle of the road. It, it hasn't affected me huge, like hugely, but I can't see super well. So <laughs> do you think it affects you less now than it did maybe in high school or middle school? Uh, yeah, you know, probably just because I've dealt with it longer and I figure out how to like, oh, you know, I, I know that. I'm just not going to be able to see that sign or the board over there. Like I gotta, you know, make an effort to move closer or, or move around. I don't know. I think sometimes when I was younger, I didn't fully realize that not everyone has this. I mean, right. I obviously knew no one had it, but I mean, like I didn't really fully realize like what, uh, you know, what the difference was between what normal people see and, I, at least what I figure normal people see and then, and then what I see. I hear you on that. I, I feel like when I was growing up, I kind of figured that what I saw was the same as what everybody else saw. I mm-hmm. knew that I had a condition and I knew that they shook around, but I didn't know how drastically it actually affected my vision until other people would bring it up. They'd yeah. Like, hey, like, you can't see that, man. Like, yeah. you, you're wearing glasses. Why can't you see that? <laughs> I know. Yeah, no, I, I get people saying the same thing. Um, like to this day, I think one thing I realized too, is I think it really affects my ability to like notice people in a crowd or like find something. And people always are like, or like, I, I used to think I was just kind of like a head in the clouds, oblivious person, which I'm not really, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I just, I think I literally can't like my eyes will be scanning this horizon or the people or the crowd or whatever. It just, I, I couldn't pick someone out. I'd have to really focus in on it. Do, do you, oh, yeah. have you, have you had that same kind of thing? That's, that's my day-to-day life. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm so bad with faces. I always feel, I always feel pretty rude as well. I mean, I, I, 
once I explain myself and there's no need to feel like bad at all, but yeah, very, very often I'm, I'll forget somebody's name or, um, they'll know who I am and I don't know who they are. And I always feel, I, like I do that sometimes too. And I like generally, I'm like, I think that, you know, your name's Mario or whatever, but like, I don't know. I, I can't, I, it takes me a couple times to like meet someone, uh, without like making a real effort. Yeah. It, it, I don't think it's like face blindness, but it's some form of like <laughs> it's face blind. It's I feel like I'm face blind. I don't even know what face blind is, but that's probably me. I, I think that's Sounds actually a right. condition. I, I, really? I heard like truly unable to. I saw it in a show, so you know, honestly, it might be fake. No offense to people if it is real and <laughs> you are face blind. I apologize. I'm just ignorant. But <laughs> I feel like everybody who's watching this is some way or another face blind or they're a parent of somebody who's. Yeah. Like, yeah. Who's gonna, <laughs> yeah. Um, well, you, you, do you ever feel like, do you have, do you ever know two people, right? But you think they're the same person because they look slightly alike? Um, I don't think I've had that particularly i know a few sets of twins i get them mixed up but i don't think that has anything to do with nystagmus <laughs> <laughs> it, it always uh, happens to me like if i go into a new place of work or if i go into a new class i'll see one person and then i'll see like that same person again later on in the day and come to find out they're not the same person they just look very <laughs> alike to me <laughs> and i'll call them like the wrong name and they're like oh that's not me it's somebody oh else. yeah I, I've definitely done that to, to so many. It was like, oh no, that's you're you're looking for my brother. Like I was uh, like, <laughs> but whatever. Yeah, I, I tend to to hold off on calling somebody by name until I know like one hundred percent that that is who I think I'm talking to. Yeah, yeah, I I, I kind of do, do the same thing. Yeah. Um, so, what do you consider nystagmus a disability? You know, I think for I, I think. I think it depends. I think it depends on on different factors, and I think it depends on people's specific uh, experiences with it. As I would assume, a lot of diff- different things. I don't really consider myself disabled because of nystagmus. I don't really consider it consider it a disability because, again, like I haven't really, I don't necessarily need uh, disability assistance or you know uh, uh, extra. Um, you know, extra accommodations for anything. Um, at least I never have before. In the future, maybe that'll change. Who knows? But um, for myself, I don't. I think it heavily is dependent on different people's experiences um, with it, and you know what it may or may not allow them to uh, to or, or may not uh, prohibit them to do. You know. I think you're actually the first person who responded saying that it, they don't feel that it's a disability. Really. Uh, you yeah. know, I, I, I think that gives kind of credence to what I said, too, about for me, I don't really think it is, but I think it's totally valid to call it one uh, for, for sure. sure. Um, what, 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 what are your thoughts on that? Um, well, the, I think the only aspect in which nystagmus really affects my life is I don't drive. Mm-hmm. So I feel a bit disabled from that aspect. I do actually have a driver's license, though. Mm -hmm. So I have a license and I never quite got comfortable enough to get on the road um, with my vision. I think it has a lot to do with my depth perception. It's hard Mm -hmm. for me to tell how far away a car is. So um, 
that that's that is the only aspect of my life that i feel like gets affected drastically by the nystagmus like yeah sure my eyesight is not good my vision's not the best but my vision hasn't been the best my whole life so i've gotten used to that i've gotten used to the shakiness and some of the awkwardness that, that that can come up in conversations or like you know uncomfortable moments yeah i i don't no, I don't think that it's for me. I don't feel like I'm disabled by nystagmus. I feel like it provides a single hurdle, and that is the transportation. Yeah, but I don't think that that alone is enough for me to classify it as a disability for myself. But the the more people that I talk to, um, some people it's much more severe than it is for me, and um, I totally understand how it could be a disability. Yeah, I, I, I'd probably rethink my answer if I were not able to drive or were not able to, you know, if, if it caused more of a, I'd say like concrete inconvenience in my life, it's mainly just like, oh, I live with bad eyesight versus, um, you know, not being able to do something that maybe the majority of people do. So that, yeah. that, that's interesting how you don't, you kind of choose not to drive, but you don't necessarily consider it a disability. That's, that's interesting. Well, just because um, there's so many people who have it worse than yeah. us, who just, who just yeah. have it so much worse. And I um, I think if you asked me that question in high school, maybe like a freshman or a sophomore, um, if if it was a disability, I think I would say yes, just mm-hmm. because of the amount of bullying that, that I had to go through over those years and just the amount of shit that people put me through over my eyes, it really consumed me. And I think back then I would have said that it was a disability, but I think my answer has evolved over time. Yeah. Did you, did, did you have any experiences with bullying? Yeah, totally. You know, I... <laughs> Maybe it was just my personality. I don't know. Uh, so I don't know if it was directly to my eyes. I feel so, like that too. I was a class. I was a class clown. Uh, so I, I mean, I, I, I feel like everyone had had some type of bullying. But yeah, for sure. I think my main kind of bullying experiences were closer to like elementary school and when I was younger. I think you know kids are are brutal and they can yes. be you know very uh very maybe not understanding of, of people who are different and you know maybe in some ways kids can also be really accepting of that too which is great but in terms of like my experience in in school when I was younger yeah people definitely were like what's wrong with your eyes like just very blatantly uh, yeah. which is you know which now I I mean especially in the last probably five seven I don't know, 10 years, I don't fully remember um, when I really made this kind of uh, transition into like accepting it and being like, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll tell you about it. Nystagmus, my eyes always shake. I, I have to turn my head. I kind of look goofy sometimes to like, you know, get my null point so I can actually see something. Um, but, uh, and so I'm super open about that now. I don't get offended in any way when people um, uh, ask me about that now. But I think when I was younger, I was probably more, um, self-conscious about it, uh, real, especially like going through school and realizing my eyes were different from people. Uh, you know, people were like, oh, crazy eyes. And it's like that, that luckily never stuck with <laughs> too much. Um, but I think throughout, like I had a pretty, so my, I, I switched to like a smaller uh, a class size uh, when I was in fourth grade. So past that, I kind of got to know my class a lot better and kind of went through 
all of the grades with like a smaller group of people. And I think that generally helped too, versus like being at a much larger school. I was in a pretty small school. Um, so kind of everyone knew each other. Um, if I were in a bigger school, I think that that would definitely have uh, probably affected it. More people that didn't know me and, and uh, more faces to forget. More exactly more faces to forget. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, you know, like throughout high school, uh, luck. I, I'm pretty lucky. I didn't get really bullied for my eyes. Uh, for my eyes, bullied in other regards. But oh, overall, I'm fine, <laughs> fine with that now. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah. So when do you start going through the transition period of starting to accept your condition and becoming more comfortable with it? Um, you know, I think it naturally just happened as I matured, uh, as I just got older and started to accept more things about like myself to non-eye, non-eye focus, just like, you know, realizing who I was and, and, and uh, figuring out my values and like what my passions and, and stuff I liked uh, to do and, and the people that I like to be around. So like, um, you know, I'd say probably like junior to senior year of high school, um, it may, maybe a little bit of sophomore too, but um, I think throughout that, you know, it's just a super, uh, you know, growing phase for sure, mentally and emotionally. Um, and I think my eye, like accepting like my eyes just kind of was a, just lumped into that, yeah. uh, lumped into that time period for me. I think that time frame is actually pretty similar for myself too. I'd say really? probably, uh, yeah, probably like 18 years old. So maybe a little later for me. Um, uh, 18 years old, I started to get a little more comfortable with it. And, uh, and like you said for yourself, it ha I think it had less to do with the eyes and more just becoming comfortable with who I am as a person and yeah. like my morals and um, like my personal beliefs and yeah and, and all that stuff and less to do with the eyes I, I think it helps too for me like when I stopped really caring about what other people thought about me in terms of what I like to do or like you know I don't want to hide like different things I'm passionate about that some people maybe think is like cringy or whatever um I, I was like you know like screw it I <laughs> I want to be myself and I'm lucky I think very lucky in that regard that I was uh in a environment that that was very accepted um, and uh, encouraged and by just a lot of people. Um, other people were kind of going through the, the, those um, phases too. And, um, and I have really great, I'm very, very fortunate to have, uh, to have had really good family support throughout that time too. Um, for for my eyes, yeah, it's, it's huge. And it's, it makes me feel super lucky because I know not everyone has that, um, whether that's like, you know, just, emotionally or and supportively or like specifically for like the you know the 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 medical uh you know issues um uh and 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 you know i guess in particular our eyes <laughs> um yeah. yeah i had a lot of support through that my parents were always um uh really helpful for all of that so, so what are you passionate about what gets you going just like in life in general um yeah i i'm i'm a I'm super super into music i don't know if you can see the drum set in the somewhere um hey there we go okay really Is it, are those drums i can't see shit oh yeah Ooh. oh there you go okay yeah, yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> got my records here so i love music oh, um, oh I, you collect vinyls yeah i do so do i <laughs> oh I have, nice. I have my collection right here right to here's here's one of them right here Ooh, very nice what is that it's uh, 100 Gex. 
Are you familiar? No, I'm not. It looks like a cool cover, though. I'll, I'll take a oh, listen. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty interesting music, if I do nice. say so myself. It's some people might not consider it to be music. I I, I say it's music. Ooh, what is it like? Experimental, <laughs> industrial stuff. What, what, what? I would say it's like uh, like hyper pop. It's very experimental. There's a lot of Ooh. stuff going on, but it's super super uh, super interesting to me. Nice, awesome. We'll have to. Uh, talk more about music on another podcast sometime okay. uh, always do down it. to chat about that but um yeah so you know I, i'm really into music i i live in uh, california and right by the ocean and i'm really lucky to have grown up around here so um, i'm a big scuba diver um i i love uh kind of like ocean marine conservation and and animals and wildlife and all that um, I'm big into martial arts. Uh, I really like kickboxing and I've done a variety nice. of that, uh, the different styles of that. Um, and, uh, yeah, otherwise just kind of keeping active. Um, uh, uh, when I can go to the snow, I love skiing. Uh, again, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm a pretty fortunate guy, <laughs> uh, and able to like really foster a lot of the things I love to do. So that's great. Um, yeah, yeah. Luckily, my stagmus hasn't really held me back from a lot of that. Maybe in skiing a little bit. I think I think that's actually an interesting uh, 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 thing I was going to bring up uh, or transition to something I wanted to bring up with you was, um, like I mentioned before, my mom and my dad were were always very supportive of me and, and helpful and with my eyes. Um, uh, but I think something that um, was a challenge growing up was my mom being a very loving, protective person. <laughs> um, she definitely realized the struggles I had with my eyes and kind of the difficulties that uh, uh, it could cause me, especially when I, was, when I was younger in terms of eyesight. So like, for example, when we were skiing, she was very protective, like, make sure you're staying, you know, make sure you're, you're going slow enough so you can see what's coming or or when I was playing any kind of sport or really just kind of any time through life, she was constantly checking up on my eyes, you know, Brandon, how are you doing? How are you like, how are you seeing? Uh -huh. um, and which, you know, uh, in hindsight, it, it just, it, it makes me feel very happy. I had that support in the moment. Of course, it could always be pretty annoying. My mom does <laughs> and, the same thing too. I, I, have, I struggle with the same thing too, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I feel bad feeling or like I, I, I feel bad, you know, making like it sound like it's an issue, but because um, <laughs> it's, it, it's no, it's, but I, to I totally hear you. But, and um, it, it's just your mom, you know, loving you. I, I deal yeah, with the same exactly. thing with my mom, too. My mom's such a loving person. Yeah. And uh, she's always asking me, well, like, like, for example, recently I had LASIK on my eyes, which maybe mm. we can get into later, but yeah. I, I had a, I had LASIK and she would ask me every day, how are your eyes? How's your vision? How are you seeing? And mm. eventually I had to ask her like, Hey, please let's, can we, can we keep that question to maybe like once a week? Once so, a week versus five times like, a day. Yeah. 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 She's, she's going to listen to this and laugh. I hope so, cool. but uh, yeah. Hi, Frankie. Um, <laughs> um, 
Yeah, interesting. Okay, so nystagmus hasn't really affected you so much when it comes. Like you're even you're doing kickboxing too. That's that's sick. So yeah, it really yeah. hasn't affected you much in terms of like sports or athletic ethics. I, I guess it really hasn't. Yeah, and and again, you know, I'm kind of interested in because I I always thought my eyes were really bad and my vision, honestly, I at least from my understanding, is not good. But it just makes me think, like, what are other people with nystagmus dealing with if they're not able to, you know, if it's if it's causing them inconveniences in their life that it's not causing me. Yeah. Uh, so um, kind of interested in that. But uh, so yeah. kind of what we were talking about earlier, like a lot of like people experience a more drastic uh, motion in their eyes. Some of their eyes move yeah. more and some of their vision is worse. But I'm also curious how how parenting comes into play and how much um like a parent enables their kid to do and how much of a disability the parent says that the kid has because i think that that also plays a major role like the upbringing oh yeah no i I, 100 i feel like if i didn't uh you know while I just was mentioning how uh, somewhat protective my my parents could be, especially kind of around the eye, like with my eyes, um, I was always also very fortunate on the fact that they still wanted me to try new things and push me to to do new things. So I I, I honestly owe a lot of the current, uh, you know, my current um, interests and passions to, uh, to to my family for for getting me into them and, and pushing me to try try new things for sure. So do I, 100%. Yeah, we're, we're both very lucky in that regard then. <laughs> I feel like our moms are a little similar. <laughs> yeah, about your mom. Just, just for, <laughs> I, I, I'm willing to bet you're right. <laughs> yeah, um, so what, what kind of like makes your nystagmus worse? Are there certain activities that, yeah, that make the shaking I mean, worse? When I'm really tired, for sure. Like when I'm, yeah. when I'm clear, like physically and emotionally tired, um and mentally tired like i i notice it it's a clear like worth you know worsening <laughs> uh can almost like I've, I've it doesn't happen often but a couple times uh throughout my life i've definitely had it where i get so tired that i get like physically dizzy from it hmm. um um but i think that's really it you know i'm trying to think like what about maybe if you're nervous or if you're anxious you know, nervous, anxious. I don't know if I've particularly noticed a change in my eyes with that. Um, next time I get nervous, I will check it though. I'll, I'll, I'll check it. How are my eyes doing? Um, but that's interesting. Does that happen with you? Um, I'd say it, it, it depends. Like if I had to do a speech in front of my class in high school, yeah. and I'm about to go up there, my eyes are going to go crazy. But also, I feel that might have to do with me kind of trying to counter my null point. So mm-hmm. instead of uh, like me moving my head in what I considered to be a, like an awkward movement, I'll try to keep my head still or straight. And then doing that just already is going to make the shaking go a lot worse. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think um, that, that, that definitely makes me think of times I've kind of been in, in front of audiences and people and I'm not a 
big fan of public speaking. It's gotten easier over the years, but I don't love it at all. Um, but I think it's actually kind of funny because with, you know, our nystagmus, we can't really focus on like one person on the audience. It kind of, to me, just kind of looks like a big blur. Yes. And maybe in a way that's a blessing because <laughs> then you just have, you're just talking to like some some group of people you don't even you can't even see yeah um yeah i definitely cannot be making any eye contact with somebody who's in the audience i can't tell if they're looking at me or if i'm looking at them i i remember in school i definitely had some times too where like for some dumb reason my friends would would make it their mission that class to make me laugh while i was giving a presentation (laughs) they were just the worst people on earth because I hate I I hate I if there's something I I hate worse than like speaking in public it's like obviously making a fool of myself in public and not being able to speak because I laugh too much and I I kind of I I easily get the case of the giggles a lot I guess especially when I was younger so um (laughs) yeah maybe nystagmus was a blessing in that regard Well, it's interesting that you say like nystagmus a blessing because that's actually one of my questions. Like, mm, okay, uh, yeah. yeah. Are there, are there, do you have any positives that have come out of nystagmus, and if so, what do you think they would be? You know, I let's see. Off the top of my head, the only thing I can think of is, you know, more again, more recently when when I've gotten more comfortable with it and 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 okay to to just tell or you know tell people about it who ask uh you know it's a cool party trick (laughs) it's it's a cool conversation starter i guess um if someone happens to mention that um but you know thinking of like any any like real benefits not off the top of my head do do you have any i'm I'm curious (laughs) what other guests have said about this too um, so I think for me personally, it's um, it's humbling. I think nystagmus is very humbling, and I think um, I, th- I I seriously think I'm a much better human being because I have nystagmus as opposed to like how I would be if I didn't have it. I think I treat everybody with a lot more respect than I otherwise would. Um, like m- more empathy, like like I'm dealing with something and I'm like everybody is dealing with their own stuff. And I, I, I try to um, just treat everybody, um, treat everybody better. Um, totally. Cause I, I think it's also not something that's really, you know, nystagmus is not something that's incredibly apparent all the time. And so it can be kind of invisible sometimes if, you know, you're in the dark or you, someone's not like focused, like looking at your eyes and, and it's the same thing for a lot of other conditions. It's you look at someone and on the surface, they may seem completely normal and, and doing and perfect, but, you know, under, uh, you know, whether that's a, a, a mental health uh, um, condition or, or, or another physical condition, that's like not really readily apparent. It's like, yeah, there's so many, there's so many things. Ev- just everyone like... had something going on. So yeah, that, that's yeah. a really good point. <laughs> Yeah, I think it also gives me some character. Like it's it's yeah. given me a lot of life experiences that I otherwise wouldn't have had if I didn't have nystagmus. So I, I there's a bunch of negatives for me, obviously, um, yeah. but they're they're diminishing as time goes by, and I think as time goes by, you know, the positives become more apparent to me as well. Totally. So, I love that. That's, that's really important. I feel like if you can like figure out, it, it shows a lot about your character. If you can 
focus on, you know, the fewer benefits or the fewer good parts of something when you know that there's a lot of, you know, difficulty, difficulties it, it brought you. But like, if you can still focus on the good, um, you know, I feel like that that's really. It also trains you for well, other aspects of life too. Like every aspect, of, every aspect of life without a doubt. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. That's why, well, I, you know, one of the reasons I started the podcast is because I asked myself what would be beneficial to me when I was 15 or 16 and I was getting bullied, what, what would make me feel better? And, you know, at the time I had never met anybody with my stagmas, never spoken to anybody. I wasn't a part of the subreddit. So I think something like this would have been very beneficial to me, um, during those years. And, um, I, like part of me just feels like I owe it to the community to, uh, to, you know, get some people together and share our experiences and hopefully like uplift some people who are struggling with it and, and parents too. Cause there's, I, I see a countless number of parents who are just curious because their kid has nystagmus and they don't know how I, I, bad I'd it is. Curious or even, you know, on a, on like concerned. a, uh, yeah, concerned for sure. Like on, on a, you know, I guess more harsh level, uh, which is totally valid too. Because yeah, who who's heard? Not very many people have heard of it if they don't personally have some kind of experience with it, whether it's through you know uh, a family member or themselves. Uh, I feel like the vast majority of people who I talk to about it uh, or I've told about it, they're like, "Oh wow, I didn't know that." Um, and so yeah, no, I can see how it's concerning when your when your child's eyes are look like they're <laughs> <Going> crazy <laughs> yeah <laughs> um yeah whenever uh you ever had somebody see your eyes and tell you that they've met somebody with nystagmus before or are you always the first one um off the top of my head i, I don't think so um i've seen you know a couple couple non-eye doctors will notice it <laughs> they're yeah. like oh, i don't i don't see many people with that it's like yeah, I've had that. I've, I've had like a nurse get excited one time. They're like, "Oh, you have yeah. nystagmus." Yeah, like, yeah. I, me too. <laughs> me too. It's like we're yeah. some special specimen for them. Uh, that's funny. Yeah, I, I've I've definitely had that too. Yeah, it makes me feel more comfortable around them. Like, oh, cool. Like mm. you're accepting of the nystagmus. So, yeah, yeah. They think yeah. I'm cool. All right. All right. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what, so, okay, I guess one of the questions that I have here would be, um, so if you were given the opportunity to get rid of the nystagmus 100% now, would you take that or would you, would you keep it? You know, like, I, 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 I struggle to say, like, I would keep it because, yeah, I'm, I'm my life is fine, great without it, or with it, uh, you know, I've learned to live with it, it's, that's the only thing I know, and so I'm happy, I, I'm, I'm lucky to be happy with it, I think, but uh, I kind of, I've always been interested in what it would be, be like to not have my eyes constantly shaking, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I, I feel like that, that, that can be a, uh, um, you know, I, I, I think it's almost a bit of a, like, romanticized question. You see, you see that in, like, movies or something. It's like, you know, if you, if you had this, if, if you could get rid of it, get rid of the struggle, would you? And it's like, no, because struggle makes me, uh, ma- makes me stronger. And, you know, I think that's totally true in so many ways, um, nystagmus included. But, like, 
No, I think it would be cool to not have it. <laughs> I, I'd like to not have it, but yeah. um, you know, I'm not like I'm not constantly looking for a way to cure it. I'm okay right. with with it. But uh, no, I think it would be cool to be able to see normally. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah, I mean, seeing 2020 would be sick. Yeah, like, I would love to see 2020. Mm-hmm. I think I probably have a similar answer to that question as you do. Yeah. Um, I feel just all the years that I've had it and uh, gotten used to it. That part, like part of me is like, no, I've had it for this long. I've already gotten, I'm cool with my situation. There's no need for me to get rid of it. And the other part of me is like, dude, what are you saying? Like, get rid of it. Like, what do you mean? You, yeah. This whole time you, <laughs> you didn't want to have it and you have the opportunity to get rid of it. Uh, yeah. I think I would probably get rid of it. I'd probably get rid of it too. But then I would also like part of me would feel kind of like bad for other people with nystagmus. Like sure. I, I feel like if, if everybody with nystagmus had the opportunity to get rid of it, then I would be cool with getting rid of it. Mm-hmm. But part of me, I haven't thought about this too much, which is ironic because I ask you the question, like I should probably have <laughs> answers. <laughs> but part of me is like, I, um, if I'm the only person who can get rid of it and nobody else can get rid of it, I would feel, I would feel like I abandoned like those people in a way too. But I, I haven't. Yeah, I haven't done no, I, I, I like that. I, I, I personally wouldn't be offended if you got yours cured. But uh, I understand that, that, that that's a that's a nice like uh, you know community mentality that I think is important to have. I don't know if I would be offended either. I I have to think about that question more. I don't know what the right answer. I, I think I'd be happy. I, I I I'd be happy for you. Yeah, if you got your nystagmus cured right now, I'd be happy for you too. Oh, I, I guess I, I guess I wouldn't feel like, like I'm abandoning. Well, I feel like, ah, fuck maybe because now, because I started the podcast about my yeah. I feel like it's too late. <laughs> no, I, I, maybe it's different. Cause you and I were both saying like, and I, I think this is probably true of a lot of people. There's not a big community. There's not a big nystagmus community. Like, yeah, we have the subreddit. I'm not, I'm not incredibly active on Reddit in the first place, but, but like, I, but yeah, I don't think I've ever really posted in nystagmus. Do we have a, like a Discord or anything? Is there there's a Discord. There yeah. is. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe I will. Uh, I'll, I'll join that. It's not very uh, active, though. Yeah. See, it, I feel like it's not something. You know, I, I guess it's not really a condition that either due to its rarity, uh, or maybe just due to the fact that maybe the, for the vast majority of people or the a lot of people with it. It's kind of more similar to my case where it's not, um, you know, a very, I, I, w- I wouldn't say for myself, it's a very like personally defining trait. Like I have it, it's, but it's never been something that I necessarily identify with as like, this is part of me. It's more of, yeah, I'm living with this and it's fine. Um, but at the same time, I think it is really cool uh, for, you know, for people, uh, um, to, to, you know, use it to, uh, to, or to identify more closely with it. And, and I think, again, that comes from personal experience with it. Maybe those who have struggled more with it or, or, um, had it really, really, uh, define something in their life more, you know, I think that's a great way to, to, to go through with it. But, um, yeah, I was just trying to, trying to, I guess, positive ways, like, reasons why there's not a really active 
community mm-hmm. uh, w- with it. But I, you know, maybe this is the jumping off point for for a, a more of a stronger community and more support around it. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I'm curious to see what's what's up with the community in like a year from now. Yeah. Even if it's just like like a few people, like I feel like you know, if this could just help a few people, because I know certainly it would have helped me when I when yeah, I was younger. Yeah, yeah I, I think it absolutely so would have too. For yeah. me too. Yeah. Um, so how, how do you think? Uh, here's my next question. Poor okay. transition. I got to dating life, dude. How how has it affected your dating life? just put some kind of like fade to black advertisement in between that and you're good there we go um, <laughs> dating life um you know it hasn't really affected it too much i don't think i've never had anyone uh at least knowingly reject me because <laughs> in terms of my knowing why they rejected me because mm-hmm. like oh that guy's eyes are crazy um you know i i'm i'm currently single right now but um uh, i i've had a, a variety a handful of girlfriends in the past um, and, uh, and good, and good relationships. And I don't think they've ever really been, uh, affected by nystagmus too much. Um, I think, you know, okay, this is going to get a, maybe, a, I don't think it's too TMI. Um, Do <laughs> but, it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I think nystagmus can be, or I, at least for me, I think it, it's almost been kind of like, um, while I don't personally identify, it as like a defining characteristic of me I think other people sometimes do that on like do that for me I guess like saying oh you know you you have this thing especially I I I think this has happened with with um uh, some some you know past uh, girlfriends where it's like they they're seeing me a lot they see my eyes a lot they see it all the time and it's like not making fun of it, but and maybe making fun of it in like a playful way, which I'm now I'm fine with. I think before, I think uh, when I was younger, I definitely would not have been fine with that. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, like, like almost like anthropomorphizing it a little bit. Is that kind of weird? Do, do you, do you know what I mean by that? No, I don't even know what that word is. <laughs> kind of giving human characteristics to something. So it's like, Oh, you know, I think this happens sometimes when, um, uh, maybe from, from actually, no, I, one specific example that I've heard is uh, some people who have had, I believe the term is a col- colonostomy, where part of their colon is removed and they have the, I don't quite, I'm sorry, I don't quite remember the, the medical term for it, but it's a, it's like a, a, a basically a bag on their, uh, on their abdomen um, uh, to, because they don't have a colon. So anyways, I've heard people naming that who with that who named kind of that bag and making it kind of a part of themselves or like another kind of uh uh anthropomorphized anthropomorphized to use the word again um uh, kind of part of them and i think you know it's different because it's not like another separate thing on my body but it's like a characteristic of mine that is like um you know viewed as as like Oh, your eye, like, or maybe just my my eyes in general. Like thinking of my eyes as a separate being from like who I am. Okay. Um, and I, maybe I'm not. I, I don't think I'm explaining it super well because mainly because I think it's a difficult thing to fully explain. To and maybe explain. I, haven't, I haven't even really thought about it a, 
um, uh, this is a huge amount. I've, I'm just kind of ad-libbing here. But mm-hmm. you think if your question made me like kind of come to this conclusion. It's like, yeah, sometimes like, it's like, oh, your eyes are doing that again. Or your eyes are like really wild right now. It's like focusing on like what my eyes are doing versus like what I am doing or what I'm feeling. Yeah. Um, For sure. Yeah, I think I think you you got you did a good job of explaining it. It's a super, super abstract concept. So I don't know if I'm even, uh, I don't know if I'm trying. I feel like, I feel like I do that about my eyes more than other people do just kind really? of uh, s- separating the two and maybe other people just you don't, don't bring it up. <laughs> no, no, no. What about you? You know, I think I've done that before. Like, yeah. like I, I kind of, I talk to myself a lot. Um, okay. and so just, just in general and, and maybe if I'm like, yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe I, I, I'm, I'm sure I've referred to my eyes as a separate entity before. <laughs> Do they have a name? They don't have a name. They don't yeah. have, yeah. Oh, you'd be the first one. I, I, eyes, maybe eyes. Wow, it's a lame name. Gotta get a better one. I think it's a, I, I think it's a, you know, it, it really gets right to the point. It does. It's like naming a dog. dog. <laughs> yeah. I used to have a dog. Um, it, it's, it's so bad. It's funny. <laughs> I used to have a dog that we only had for, for like a year or two. And I, I we, we never came up with a name for him. His name was puppy. puppy. Never, okay. It's a good name. Yeah. 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 Straight, straight yeah. to the point. Like, it's like a guy named guy. There you go. You ever met one of those? Uh, I have actually. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I, know, I, know, I know guy fury. I don't know oh, him personally, okay. but that's the only person that yeah. I know. No, I remember meeting one guy in college named Guy. And then there, there's I are, are you into ah, never mind. No, do it. Ask it. Oh, I was just curious. <laughs> <laughs> guy, buddy, and pal are all from South Park. The, the Canadians calling each other that. I don't know if you've seen that. Fuck, I've seen I've seen a bunch of South Park episodes, but I don't I don't remember them. It's like I'm not your buddy, guy. I'm not your guy, pal. <laughs> uh, Anyways, sorry, I'm getting. Oh, kind of like a like a who's on first. Yeah, kinda. yeah. Okay, okay, I hear you. Um, okay, so so dating. Yeah, so, yeah. So, so, you, so you've done well for yourself, regardless of. Uh, yeah, somewhat, I think. <laughs> okay. um, I, I, I've never. Um, yeah, I mean, throughout COVID, right now, and and. I'm just kind of the, the the last kind of year has been super uh, kind of busy, like moving around and new job and uh, kind of family stuff. So I, I haven't really been doing anything, but I, I don't think it's necessarily uh, due to my eyes. Um, yeah. I think this podcast is a pre- this episode specifically is a pretty good example of uh, like mind over matter and just yeah. uh, like your mindset um I think is, is very good to hear and very like to me, I think hearing this episode specifically would have benefited me a lot when I was younger, just hearing you talk about how like, like it's there for you, but it doesn't affect you that much. And you're able to do the things that you want to do from what I'm hearing. You're still still kickboxing, you're skiing. That, that that makes me really happy to hear because I mean that's you know a reason why I would have wanted to come on when you originally made this post I was like oh you know you you gave a really good explanation of why you're doing this and and, and uh, yeah uh, uh, that's something that you know attracted me to it I was like hey why not 
Um, that would be kind of cool. Pushing myself out of my comfort zone a little bit too, which I think is um, a method in which I think I've gotten mentally to the point where I'm able to focus more on that uh, kind of mind over matter. Yeah. Uh, where it's like, you know, with my eyes, for example, uh, and, and or um, where I was like, you know, for skiing or, or, or really anything like try, like if you have the ability and, and energy and time to try these new things that you may feel will be more difficult for you due to your eyes. Um, uh, and I'm guess I, by you, I'm just talking to anyone who's listening, who may, uh, may be feeling this way. Um, uh, whether eyes are like the, the main factor or they're just a, a supporting factor and kind of your maybe um, hesitation to, to try something new. I think that's really when you start to grow as a person and start to overcome the difficulties you are facing. And, you know, particularly talking about uh, nystagmus here, of course, because, but um, this kind of goes for everything else. It's like, I, I, it can go for a lot in life where it's like, even if you're having these like trepidations about, oh, what if this makes this so much harder? Or what if my eyes make this a lot harder? If you can be safe about it, um, and you trust the environment and the people you're doing some kind of activity with, even if you don't necessarily continue along with the activity, just trying it one time um, gives you so much good experience and yeah. gives so much good, uh, you know, it just, it makes it easier to try something new the next time. And then the next time, the next time. And then after a while, you almost enjoy that kind of thrill of like, going into the unknown like oh i don't know if this is going to be hard for me i don't know if my eyes are going to are going to affect me uh uh badly but if they do um it, or, you know but if they do i learn something that i can't do as easily um and if they don't it's like oh cool i i tried something new so do you have uh, any examples of something that you tried and your eyes were just like no no like you, this is not um <laughs> I think driving at night, <laughs> probably. Okay. Um, again, I, I can drive during the day. I, I very much prefer not to do it at night. It does make me pretty. Uh, I have to be very focused on the road um, and very focused. Um, in terms of other stuff, you know, I think physically, uh, like, you know, I've, I've mentioned it hasn't really gotten in the way of me doing a lot of things, but I think it's definitely made some things more difficult. Uh, my balance in general, I think is really bad. And I think a big part of that is my eyes. And I'm curious if you've actually felt this too, because whenever oh, yeah. I am trying to balance on, you know, whether it's on one leg or just on any kind of thing, any kind of physical thing I'm doing with my balance, um, you know, everyone's first uh, piece of advice is look at a point, stare at a point and like, don't move. And it's like, I can't do that. Give me, other, <laughs> give me other pieces of advice. Do you feel that way too? For like, have you ever tried to balance like um, a or something? I feel like my balance is generally pretty poor as well. Yeah. <laughs> I've never really tried to do too much balancing. I remember there was one time I was in, um, I was in summer camp. I think I was 12 and I was around a group of girls and I totally just like wiped out. I was just, I was just walking and I just like fell just like, I was off centered or whatever. And one of them thought it was funny and she just like did the same thing. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that, was, that was fun that actually. Was Cause then we had a good laugh about it. But um, so I feel, yeah, my balance is probably general. It's like worse than others, but it doesn't affect me 
really yeah. on the day to day. Yeah. <laughs> that's really cute joining into like <laughs> falling down on the ground making it easier for you because you just all laugh together that's good that's yeah, cute. yeah yeah that, that's the only time that i really recall like just just like falling like, i don't even know what happened maybe I, yeah maybe they're like oh. like hot or something and i was like oh a bunch of like pretty girls and let me let me just Probably. fall real quick <laughs> that fell head over heels and like that oh literally yeah yeah um what else what else what have i got here you don't have any kids yet do you oh no i do not no. okay. <laughs> thank god <laughs> oh dude i was at uh earlier this year people were saying happy father's day to me i was like why why I'm not... stop <laughs> don't... happy not a father's day oh my god <laughs> yeah yeah thank like thank god like it's way too young um, yeah uh, I guess I'm a little curious if you, let's say you're planning on having a kid and mm-hmm. your doctor tells you that with 100% certainty that your kid is going to have nystagmus, uh, are you going to follow through with having the kid? Is that going to make you think twice? Um, you know, I think this kind of, again, goes back to my personal um, lack of, you know, I, I would say, the, the the fact that I don't necessarily feel nystagmus has been a disability on me. I okay. think if I had had different experiences with it, um, uh, maybe experiences that other people uh, uh, have, I probably would say it would at least make me consider not, not having a, a child. But um, I think if I was guaranteed that my child would have the same kind of eye experiences I would, uh, I have, I probably would be okay with that because I think that something that help that would help him or her would is that they would have me as someone who can tell them about it and help them through live with it and coach them through it and be the support, like, you know, personal support yeah. versus, uh, you know, cause I, I think as, as we've talked about a lot already, most people I think with nystagmus don't know another person with it. They're the only one dealing with it. Um, and, you know, they can have doctors tell them about it and they can have, you know, uh, familial or friend support. But if you don't necessarily, you know, it, it's different coming from someone with it. So I think I would do, a, I, I have confidence in myself that I think I'd do an okay job with helping them uh, uh, get through it. But I, I, um, it's great to hear. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. I even, I saw a post on the Reddit the other day. Um, somebody was saying that there's no way he's going to have kids. Interesting. They have nystagmus. I just felt, I felt bad because it's just like, yeah. like I know we all have different experiences with the condition, but it, it, like I said earlier, really to me is just more mind over matter. And if you can just, con- and this has a lot more to do with other aspects of your life and like how you feel about yourself than it does about the nystagmus. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, if you, I, sorry, I think it's difficult for, for us to necessarily um, maybe like, like talk about their, you know, cr- cr- difficult for anyone to critique like someone else's choice in that question because i think again because they're the only one ultimately they're the only one that can really tell how like really feel how 
much it's affected them and or like yeah. how much pain they're going through whether not necessarily for nystagmus but you know someone in pain or someone really tired they're the only one that ultimately can make the decision for themselves like okay this is too much for anyone to else to go through but i think it it you know we it is sometimes easy to say to to think not necessarily for this particular poster but for anyone really it's like it's easy to say uh you know either their condition is way worse than mine and physically like they like i would per also be feeling the way that they're feeling if i had as bad of nystagmus as them and maybe i just have not as bad nystagmus as them mm -hmm. or i think yeah it goes into the mind over matter this is not a, a, a uh, you know a fault on 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 them for having for not being able to put their mind over over the matter but it's just they haven't gone through the same experiences that we have and the same kind of environments that we have to let us that 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 that, is, that that's helped us get to the point where we are like okay with you know okay with uh, uh dealing with with our own nystagmus and i agree way. i there really is a fine line uh there um yeah. like in critiquing someone else's decision like that like maybe they just have it so much worse off than i do yeah um yeah so yeah, i'm totally with you on that um so pretty much just like kind of ending it off here i have a couple more questions and if you have any final things that you want to say then we, we can get into that yeah um so like just some advice over here um for you know people people who are struggling with a condition usually you know like younger kids like maybe teenagers but just anybody in general um what are some recommendations maybe like philosophically um maybe it has less to do with your eyes and more to do with who you are as a person Mm -hmm. anything though like do you have any recommendations that can maybe get somebody more comfortable with the condition and start to live their life better yeah. happier yeah you know i think that's I, I i think there's already been uh i think some good life lessons you and i have talked about already throughout mm -hmm. the show um so you know i i'm trying not to necessarily repeat those um but i think something that's been a commonality between everything we've been talking about too and it seems from talking with you to your experience versus my experiences, we've both been able to, uh, you know, be very fortunate enough to have people here to support us and not necessarily to like actively help in some kind of way, but just to be a person there that, you know, like will not be judging you for your eyes or not be, um, uh, uh, you know, making fun of you obviously in any way. Uh, um, and so, you know, it's not uh, easy for everyone, but I think a big thing is just to surround yourself with people who are who are understanding and who are uh, uh, supportive of you and friendly. To just surround yourself with good people, um, and I think that that can be a huge um, uh, huge difference. And you know, if you are suffering alone with 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 this and not able to. Uh, uh, tell anyone about it or, or have anyone or everyone would be like judging you about it or just, yeah. Um, yeah. So I guess, you know, I think, I think that's a really general answer. I think it works for really anything. It's yeah. kind of common sense, sense, surround yourself with good people. But, um, you know, again, I think it's, it's, 
um, for, for people in some environments easier said than done, unfortunately, which is very sad, but um, yeah. Okay. And I, I think your answer to that question is going to probably correlate to the answer to this next question, but just for any parents uh, with kids who were just diagnosed with nystagmus, what, what yeah. are some recommendations that you have to these parents? Yeah. I mean, just this goes for a lot of things about being a good parent, I think. And it's not that I'm a parent, but I've, I've had parents, I've had good parents. And so I've been able to see, um, you know, uh, I, I know good role models as parents. And I think one of the big things was just being able to listen and being able to um, be listen in a judgment-free way to, um, and not to, you know, say, oh, why are you so, why are you so hung up about this? Like, oh, it's not that bad. People are not making fun of you that bad. It's, you know, again, you trusting that you're, if your child comes to you crying about, uh, you know, their eyes, which I definitely did when I was in, in elementary school, my mom's told me multiple times, like, I, you know, kid, like I was mentioning, my bullying was a little earlier in my life, I guess. So uh, she was saying, yeah, you know, you definitely came prying to me. People are making fun of your eyes or you can't see super well. And, mm -hmm. and um, uh, it was never in like a, you know, oh, toughen up kind of thing. It was I, at least, you know, that was for me. I strive, I, I, I do better on positive reinforcement than negative reinforcement <laughs> or, you know, kind of negative, you know, like tough love kind of thing. Um, so yeah, I, I think, you know, it, it, it depends, but just being there for your, for your kid and in a non-judgmental way. Um, and, and um, I, th I think one other thing too, is maybe to, it, it, you're, you don't always have to be the problem solver. Sometimes just being there to listen to your uh, kid talk about, you know, what they're going through because of their eyes versus always trying to come up with a solution uh, yeah. for that. Um, because while I, so many times, or, you know, it's always out of the best intentions. Um, sometimes it can be overwhelming or put undue pressure uh, on, on your kid. Um uh, you know, which they'll, they'll, they'll grow up to, I'm sure appreciate that it was out of love, but maybe in the, in the time itself can be annoying. <laughs> I think that's God. actually something that uh, counselors like, um, like a marriage counselor would say to, to their clients. Yeah. Um, they would say um, like, start practicing this when you're having a discussion and ask the other person when they come to you for something, ask the other person, are you looking for solutions or are you looking for someone just to listen to you? Like someone yeah. just to talk to, because yeah. there's a big difference there. Be, be, because I, I think it's especially important when there's not really a good solution. There's really no solution. Like it comes down to, you are going to have to live with this nystagmus. I mean, for, for, you know, for, uh, you know, for the vast majority of times you're going to have to live with it. So uh, it's just learning how to live with it versus, you know, trying to avoid it. Just gotta, just gotta deal with it and, and find ways or find things that, that work for you and find how to do things in, in a way that works for you. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, great. Yeah. I think that was a good answer too. Do you have any, uh, like final statements, any questions I, or anything? I'm, yeah. I'm really curious about LASIK actually. Cause okay. you, that was the first time I've ever heard 
you can get LASIK with nystagmus, and I'm actually very interested now. <laughs> I, I, I thought you couldn't get it because I, th I thought your eyes need to be perfectly still. Um, so technology is improving. Um, I figured, yeah. <laughs> pretty, pretty rapidly. Um, so a lot of people, so I was turned down for LASIK at first. Mm -hmm. I went to one person down in Florida and I was turned down for it. And then my mom found somebody I don't think it was on Reddit. Maybe it was like on some other forum who said that they had gotten LASIK um, from somebody in Georgia mm. and this person had an nystagmus. And I was interested in getting LASIK for the longest time. So I, I reached out to this, this place. They're called, if anybody's curious, it's uh, Georgia's Center for Sight and they're located in Athens, Georgia. So um, I contacted them. I went in there and... They, they looked at me and they did acknowledge uh, like um, that I was, I think I was a second person with nystagmus to go in there and like the first person they did it on. And they did like, um, they looked over me and they said, we're not sure if we can do the procedure, but how about just come in on procedure day and we'll do like the left eye. And then if we're able to do it, then, then, you know, we'll follow through on the procedure. So wow. I, I didn't know if, we were going to follow through with the procedure until we were doing the procedure. So it was, it was a very, very last moment thing there. So it, it was an interesting day. And uh, yeah, so I think they started, they started on my left eye first and it, the, it wasn't fun. <laughs> it was really not fun. They had to uh, like, they sedated me that they, they put me on a bunch of, uh, on a bunch of shit. So um so I didn't feel anything, but they had to like hold my eye down with something to prevent the shaking from going mm -hmm. too bad. And I, I think that helped a lot. And then after like, you know, maybe five minutes, the doctor was like, all right, cool. We're done with the left eye. And I said, oh, cool. So, so we're doing it. So I'm getting LASIK. So like, this is actually happening. And he's like, yeah, we're only one more eye to go. And I was like, all right, sweet. So wow. uh, he, he went on to the second eye and then boom, just, just like that. Um, hmm. And I think the procedure lasted dude, maybe like 25 I, I've heard it's really short. Yeah. It, so the procedure for me was 25 minutes, but I think like it's supposed to be like 10 minutes, maybe hmm. like five to 10 minutes. And they, they had to take their time with me. Yeah. Um, um, now, do, do I recommend it though? Yeah, the, that was my follow-up question. Is it worth it? <laughs> Uh, there, there's, there's a few factors that, that come into it. So, mm -hmm. um, I, I, um, I still think that after the procedure, a pair of reading glasses would be pretty beneficial to me. I don't think that I'm, well, I, I'm not, I'm not seeing as good as I was seeing with the glasses. I feel like I, I got to the point where I was seeing as good as I was seeing with the glasses and then my vision went down a little bit over the months because I got the procedure this year. I got the procedure in March okay. or April, actually. And um, for anybody listening, we're in December now. So I think my vision probably peaked maybe in July or um, sometime around there. And then my vision started to decrease a little bit. And, and I went over to the, to the doctor and I said, like, what's this about? I thought that I wouldn't have to wear glasses or anything. And he he pretty much just said, well, um, the changes 
that they, my prescription was so drastic that it, it wasn't going to stay all like to as good as it could have been. If I'm wording it, I'm not wording it very well, but uh, my prescription was massive. What, sure what any, prescription? I'm, I don't know what the prescription was. Um, but like, for example, when I wear glasses, I had to wear the thick ass glasses, like, yeah. like the super thick glasses. And if I wanted to get the thinner ones, I had to pay so much money. Yeah. But uh, so pretty, pretty big prescription there. And he said, yeah, anybody with a prescription this big, um, it's not going to be totally perfect. Like you might see a slight decrease in vision. Um, so for, do I regret getting it? I don't think that I regret getting it because I very much enjoy not uh, wearing glasses. And if I only have to wear glasses so I can read a little bit easier, or um, like if I get back on the road, I might have to get a pair of glasses for that. But I, I manage like everyday life. I do everything that I do like on a daily basis, just fine without glasses. So, um, you know, everybody can take that for what it is like me personally i can't do the contacts i don't know if you're wearing the gas permeable ones yeah um so the hard ones uh, oh no i guess i'm not i know i'm wearing the soft ones oh okay dude maybe i have to maybe i have to look into those because i i've, I've heard the hard ones are really really hard for people with nystagmus actually i think suck. i have read that and they i've suck. never tried them i've been wearing my soft contacts for like primarily i'd say like 75, 80% of the time, and then 20% of the time classes, um, maybe a little less even at night. I, I take them out every night, but, um, do you see better I, with the contacts than you do with the glasses? Yeah, for sure. I do. Huh. Um, yeah. What are they called? And, what kind of lenses are they? They're just ActiView, ActiView, uh, contacts. Um, and I've been wearing them since I was like 10 or 11, I think. So about 14, 15 years. Um, and, um, yeah, it's just gotten into, I, 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 yeah, it's, it's just not a non-problem anymore. Okay. It was hard. It totally took probably, you know, I was kind of transitioning to making them like my, my everyday thing. Um, uh, it probably took a few months for me for sure when I was younger. Um, and it was, I, it was a, it was a struggle for a little bit to get them in, you know, it took five, 10 plus minutes to like, yeah get them in I can relate but, to that but but now it's it you know it just becomes second nature it takes 20 seconds at most yeah. um but yeah no I definitely do recommend uh if you're interested contacts because I uh um yeah I, I definitely see better I think not only is the prescription I think a little bit better honestly but just the fact that I don't know if it's something on my eyes makes the nystagmus better or, or just the fact that I don't have the glasses on and I can't, you know, there's not fuzziness around my eyes that um, I just, I just see a lot better and maybe no reflection, no glare or anything. I'm curious um, in that now, cause I've only, I've worn contacts before. And like I said earlier, they were the glass ones and those mm -hmm. sucked. I hated those. They I, I've never, so I've never tried them. Yeah. I don't, I don't want yeah, to. I don't recommend it. I, I so, recommend the LASIK more than those. Yeah. Well, so it's interesting. I think you, you something to highlight was you said you 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 said your LASIK and is this correct in saying that your LASIK was not uh, your eyesight didn't you know it diminished a little bit afterward, but that was not because of nystagmus. That was because you just had a very strong prescription before. 
Um, I think it is because of the prescription. Interesting. Yeah. And yeah. which I think that has more to do with my, um, my astigmatism. Yeah. I have a very, I have a lot of astigmatism. So I think it has more to do <laughs> yeah. with that than it has to do with the nystagmus. There. Okay. Interesting. So, yeah. Um, okay. Well, there, there's the LASIK. Uh, <laughs> do, do you have uh, any other any other questions or like closing? Yeah. Uh, I, I don't think so. Um, the, okay. This is super cool. I, I, I hope to, uh, um, I'm, I'm excited to see more of these episodes and maybe engage with the community a little bit more, but uh, otherwise right. we should definitely keep in touch, Frankie. Um, and, and yeah, it, thanks, it, it thanks has been, it's been a pleasure, man. Yeah. This was, this was a very fun episode for me. Cool. Thanks for listening, everyone. <laughs> All right. I guess I'll just end it here. Let's see. Where's the button?